From APM American Public Media, this is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. I'm juggling jobs and driving and trying to figure out if my paycheck is going to cover the gas. A couple of weeks ago, we put out a call for adjunct professors at colleges and universities around the country to tell us how things were going for them. Short answer, not great. I haven't been able to pay my rent in two months. Neither my wife nor I at the moment have health insurance. You get paid once a month, and by the end of the month, of course, you're lucky if you can buy food. I'm on food stamps. In the past, adjuncts were often retired business people or professionals who had time on their hands and could teach a class or two. But now many schools rely on adjunct instructors to save money. Today's adjuncts may have advanced degrees, but they work part-time, sometimes at several institutions in order to make ends meet. They're generally not eligible for tenure. Perks like health insurance and retirement packages are also a rarity. Adjuncting needs to end. We're not supported well enough. So what would higher education look like without adjunct professors? That's what a grassroots group of academics is trying to prove by holding a national adjunct walkout day on February 25th. This week, we'll speak to a former adjunct who recently left academia altogether. Joe Fershone is a freelance editor and writer who advocates for reform in higher education. And a note of disclosure here, I happen to be an adjunct in the English department at McAllister College, but I am not taking sides in this controversy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So why are adjuncts across the country walking out this week? Many interrelated reasons. One is sort of a history of of low pay, low job security, as you had said in the introduction, lack of benefits, lack of retirement, lack of academic freedom. From my own experience, and I know from many others, another reason would be lack of meaningful promotion and even lack of raises. It's a whole series of issues that pretty much serve to keep adjuncts where they are in these low-paying, part-time, underappreciated positions. How much do adjuncts typically earn uh, per course? On average, it's around $2,800 per course. $2,800. $2,800. So extrapolate that out into maybe four paychecks before taxes. And we're, we're talking about such a small, small amount of money, which is one of the many reasons that adjuncts will have to teach at two or three or four schools just to make a living wage. There's a national movement to unionize adjuncts and part-time instructors. The Service Employees International Union just put out a call for a minimum wage for adjuncts of $15,000 per course. Do you think that's likely? I don't think that's likely, but I guess if, it's, if, it's, if that's pitched as a way to start negotiations and to be ambitious, I think it could be very helpful. My sense is that administrations would, you know, turn that down in the blink of an eye. But if it does lead to meaningful raises for adjuncts across the country, I'm all for it. So why do adjuncts put up with this if the complaint is widespread that people are getting underpaid, there's no job security, there are no benefits? Why isn't the market working here and folks simply aren't taking the jobs? Essentially, it's a trap of precarious employment. And I know this from not only talking to many people, but from my own experience. I adjuncted for 15 years. And every year, it was the equivalent of hitting reset. It was the same low pay, sometimes the same number of classes, the same lack of promotion. What happens a lot is that many of these people, many many adjuncts rather, get stuck 
and they have student loans to repay, they have mortgages, they have, in many cases, childcare costs and other things. And these teaching positions are out there, and as you said in the intro, they're becoming much more plentiful. The problem is that adding all these part-time positions doesn't lead to much progress or doesn't lead to much financial security. It basically leads to treading water. You left academia after 15 years as an adjunct. What did you teach, and what are you going to do now? I taught first-year writing and American literature, and now I've been working as a freelance writer and editor in the Washington, D.C. area. And I've also helped co-found a nonprofit organization called Precaricor, which will soon be able to receive donations and provide financial support for adjunct faculty across the country. Precaricor meaning precarious employment, I assume. Absolutely, yes. And that's part of our, really the core of our mission is going to be to help adjunct faculty in need with expenses. And so it might be travel to an academic conference. It could be teaching supplies. It could be a utility bill or anything. We're, we're going to do our best to be on kind of a no questions asked situation. Now, let me understand this. You left your position as an adjunct professor or adjunct instructor to go into the uh, famously precarious business of freelance writing and editing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that has more stability and more, and it's more lucrative? So far it has been, yes, um, because I have a lot more freedom. There's a lot more, uh, uh, there's a sort of a broader respect and appreciation for experience. One thing that happens with longtime adjunct faculty especially is that they are punished for their experience. Oftentimes the longer somebody adjuncts, the less likely that person is to be promoted or to land a full-time position. In the private sector, I found that's the opposite. Each editing project or writing project I do is more experience that will translate maybe into better pay or better, um, better respectability down the road. How aware are students of this situation that you describe? <sighs> uh, not as much as we would like, but they are becoming much more aware. Part of the thrust for the um, National Adjunct Walkout Day is um, to get students and we would hope parents more involved. I know many adjuncts are not going to physically be walking out of classrooms, but instead are going to be doing teach-ins where they're going to talk a lot with their students about not only the nature of precarious work and precarious teaching, but how all that precarity affects the students' learning conditions. Administrators would uh, very likely say that it would be impossible for them to afford to hire adjuncts at the rates, if you will, that they pay tenured faculty. What should colleges and universities do to make life better for adjunct teachers? Uh, they need to get their financial priorities back in line. There is rampant financial inequality on American colleges and universities. You have these upper level administrators making CEO level salaries. Some make six or seven figures. And these are the same people who then say that there are these budget shortfalls that only limit hiring to part-time positions or to adjunct positions. 
in, four, in, the, in almost 40 years since the mid-70s, the rise in the number of tenure-track positions is around 23%. The rise in the number of adjunct and part, other part-time positions is 286%. And the kicker is that the rise in administrative non-teaching positions since the mid-70s is 369%. Well, given those numbers, how optimistic can you be that this is something that can actually be turned around? Um, I'm pretty optimistic, especially in the last year or two. There's been a lot more of a kind of a cohesive national activist effort. And I think there's been there's becoming sort of a groundswell of more full-time faculty, part-time faculty, students, alumni organizations, and others realizing how bad this problem has gotten. And we hope more so they're starting to realize how these sort of adverse working conditions are really affecting student learning conditions. We've been speaking with Joe Fershone, who's a former adjunct professor and now works as a freelance writer and editor in the Washington, D.C. area. Next week on the podcast, we'll hear a response from a university administrator. Thanks so much. Thank you. We surveyed adjuncts across the country in preparation for this podcast, and we thought we'd share just a few more of their responses before we go. The salary that I'm making currently is $7,200 per course before taxes. I'm paid roughly $1,700 for a three-hour course, and that amounts to generally less than $15,000 a year. So I usually make between fifteen and 19000 a year. I tutor on the side to make extra money. To live on the pay that we have, we have to take more money from the state, which I don't see as a terrible thing because I work for the state. So the state, in addition to paying my salary, also feeds my children and provides them with medical care. My dad was a professor, and I was aiming for the life my dad had. But, and I've talked to my dad, that life doesn't exist anymore. I could be doing some other 40-hour-a-week job that would pay more money, certainly. But I want to use my degree, and I want to teach, and I like teaching community college students because that's where I come from. I come from poor people. I feel like I'm doing really good, really important work. It just doesn't pay anything. It should be okay for an institution to have a tier of faculty who focus on teaching, who love teaching, who do it well. And that tier of individuals should not make a tenth of what research faculty make for the work they do. Adjuncting needs to end. There shouldn't be adjuncts. We don't have access to the resources that we need to be good college educators. We can't do it. We're not supported well enough. If we say we value teaching, then why don't we value teachers? And so I feel like students are being sold a bill of goods. They're being told they can have a college education, and it's not being delivered to them. That was Aaron Hoover, Nicole Anderson-Cobb, and Jessica Sai. Earlier, we heard from J.F. Miller and Mariah Gomez. You can read more responses to our national survey of adjuncts and learn more about National Adjunct Walkout Day on our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org. There you'll find podcasts about many issues in higher education and K-12 education, and you can browse the archive of more than 100 documentary projects. 
That's AmericanRadioWorks.org. We're on Facebook at American.RadioWorks and on Twitter at AMRadioWorks. Support for American Radio Works comes from Lumina Foundation, the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, the Spencer Foundation, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Thanks to APM's Public Insight Network for their role in our online survey of adjunct professors. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM, American Public Media.